Matthew 11, Gospel Today. Jesus speaks, he says, Amen, I say to you, there has not risen among them that are born of women a greater than John the Baptist. Yet he that is the lesser in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent bear it away. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John. And if you will receive it, he is the Elijah that is to come. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. So he says there's nobody greater than John the Baptist, but whoever's the least in the kingdom of heaven is even greater than John the Baptist. Why is that? Because John the Baptist is the last of the Old Testament days. And now we have the New Covenant, where we have the seven sacraments. See, John the Baptist didn't have the seven sacraments. He didn't have the sacrament of confession. He didn't have the sacrament of confirmation. He didn't have the Eucharist. Even the, lead, even the least, the least of the saints today is even greater than John the Baptist because we have the sacraments. Let's break down this verse 12 that says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent bear it away. It's a spiritual warfare going on here. Kingdom of heaven suffers violence. That means if you want to live in the state of grace, you're going to suffer violence. You're going to suffer warfare, spiritual warfare. And the violent bear it away. The warring bear it away. The warring run off with the spoils, eternal life. See, if, if you live in the state of sanctifying grace, you're going to have three enemies that you got to fight. The world, your flesh, and the devil. The world is always coaxing you. Oh, come lie in our bed of mortal sin. Come play in the sandbox with us. And your flesh, your concupiscence, is going to constantly call you towards sin. We have that liking of sin that's in us. And the devil, working 24-7, trying to get you into sin. We have to do violence against that, war against it. It's called spiritual warfare. To remain in the state of grace, you got to partake in this warfare. Pick up your weapons, prayer and sacraments. Monthly confession, frequent Eucharistic adoration, devotional life, your rosary, scapular, consuming sacred scripture and sacred tradition. It's a battle for our souls. Cooperate, cooperate with the grace of God and you will win. Baltimore Catechism today is on the attributes of the church. It says, what are the attributes of the church? There's three of them. Authority, infallibility, and indefectibility. Now the catechism is going to define those. Authority. What is authority? The authority of the church is the right and the power which the Pope and the bishops, as the successors of apostles, have to teach and govern the faithful. Teach what? Teach truth. They have the right and the power 
the authority to teach truth. Remember that. they got to teach truth. If they're teaching falsehood, uh, they don't have authority to teach falsehood. So sadly, you got to watch. you got to know the deposit of faith because some of them will lead you astray. Sorry, but that's just the uh, world we live in. Truth is quite painful sometimes. What is the infallibility of the church? The infallibility, the infallibility of the church means that the church cannot err when it teaches a doctrine of faith or morals. Okay, teaches a doctrine of faith or morals. Remember that teaching is an authority. Okay, and it's authority to teach truth. Okay, they got to be teaching truth. When does the church teach infallibly? It says the church teaches infallibly when it speaks through the Pope and the bishops united in a general council or through the Pope alone when he proclaims to the doctrine, proclaims to all the faithful a doctrine of faith and morals. From the chair, ex cathedra. Not from an airplane. Not in an interview from some reporter. But from the chair, ex cathedra. With the intention of teaching a universal truth to be held by the whole church. One that was handed on from Jesus to the apostles. So really, he's not even making it up. He's just handing something on in a authoritative, in, in, in a defining way. And finally, the indefectibility of the church. What is the indefectibility of the church? means that the church, as Christ founded it, will last to the end of time. There will always be a Catholic church on earth. That's what it means. Doesn't mean that we humans won't mess it up real bad. We've done that a lot, plenty. But when Christ comes the second time, for the general judgment, there will be a Catholic church on earth.